You need them. You might not agree with them, but it definitely helps you in your spiritual growth. The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey, what's up? Hello, welcome to the Pantry Podcast, Jesus Not Junk Food. Remember to like and subscribe and comment to help get spiritual nutrition out to other people around you. Yeah, I think today's episode, we're not necessarily talking about the secret sauce, <laughs> right? But but it's something that is imperative yeah. to our Christian walk and how we spiritually grow. Yeah, no, that is absolutely true. Because we don't, we hope it's not a big secret, right? We're not trying to keep it under wraps. It's but it not feels, the mystery. Right, but we feel like for a lot of people, it is the secret sauce because they're experiencing a lot of struggle, a lot of loneliness. They feel like they're not growing very fast. And if you feel like any of that, we're about to drop what that's that secret sauce is. But we wanted to start off with a strong analogy, right? So Shay cooks amazing sourdough bread. And one of the ingredients that I guess it's listed, right? But most people don't see it as something you'd store up in your kitchen or in your pantry is heat, warmth, right? Without that, the dough for sourdough will not grow. It will not you know, bubble up and, and raise, and you're not going to have adequate bread. What happens to it when you don't have heat? Right. It, it, it just, it sits. Now it could take longer. Now, if you threw that in the oven, what would happen? No, you have, you can't, you, you can't, <laughs> you, you, cannot. No, no, you can, you cannot throw right. in unrisen bread, right? <laughs> sourdough bread. Have you ever oven. tried to, just out of curiosity? It comes out to be a brick. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's like, you oh, don't, so, so the, the rising, rigid, what the rising hard. does is, is it creates the bubble. So it's yeah. working. So all yeah. the bacteria is in there and as it's eating and it's, and it's, and it's dying off and it's growing, it's doing all kinds of things. It's starting to, to expand, mm-hmm. which is creating air bubbles and air pockets yeah. and all that stuff. That's where you get the fluffy breads. Um, a lot of the, you know, when you look at different breads and you see the different kind of internals, yeah. when you see really porous and big Man, that thing is just working. Right. Okay. So that's what it is. So So if you don't, I needed him to share that. So if you don't have the warmth in your kitchen, it's going to take the dough longer to rise Mm -hmm. if even the capacity to rise to where it needs to be. Right. So cool. Now now you (laughs) win. Right. So now we know. I was curious. Y'all might have been curious what happens if you don't have warmth or heat, right? So, okay. You need to have your dough grow and expand. You need warmth, heat. What are we talking about? We're talking about friendship, Mm. right? Spoiler, the secret sauce in the pantry for growing really fast, right? Across the board in many different ways, being challenged, tried, being the encourager, being the feeder and the fed is having godly friends. What a friend we have in Jesus. That would be the, that would be the, the right. counter. You all the have. Counter. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Look, cause, cause the first thing people will say was, Oh Jesus, no, you just, 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 just my friend, my friend. I don't need nothing else. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Right. I, I have to disagree with you biblically through the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> the entire, you know, Hold God's on, watch it. Word. David and Jonathan. <clears throat> friends. <Yeah. laughs> you know, I, let's, let's just keep going. The disciples, y'all, to walk that long, be together and yes. roll together and work together. They weren't just a con- like um, associates. They friends. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Jesus called them friends. Right. So when you start looking at friendships, we start to think of like, okay, cool. So mm-hmm. we need friendships. Yes. And and I like the analogy of the sourdough bread because like and you know, you got the oven and all this stuff. And yeah. I, so what's cool about that is we're telling someone one of our friends, mm-hmm. mine just never rises. So 
two of us at the same time had the same thought who do bread. I commented first, but I was like, turn your oven on. Just kick your little oven on, kick it up to 350, set your bread by the little exhaust, and, and it brings in the heat because about 21 degrees Celsius, I'm not going to go there Fahrenheit right now. I just know it in, in, in the growth. Actually, yeah. 37 degrees Celsius. <laughs> 37 degrees Celsius grows things. Right. So warmth and humidity grow things. Mm-hmm. We got some analogies kicking here now, right? Right. We got some analogies. An oven cooks things. And burns things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now let's go a little deeper on this analogy, mm-hmm. right? So now we got the bread, which is you, and you've got you've got Jesus, because you got life. You've got the starter inside of you mm-hmm. that is living and mm-hmm. active and ready to roll, right? Mm-hmm. And so now we're gonna unpack this. Yeah. And unpack this in ways that people can understand why friendships are important. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if we don't have people around us, especially authentic and people who are transparent mm-hmm. and people who are, are loving and caring, you know, right. it's like the this, warmth. Watch this. Conduits of God's blessings. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. To be a conduit of God's blessings is a perfect way to kind of see there's two types of heat involved in this process with the bread, right? One is the heat of the oven, one, like when you're in there baking, right? But then there, the other one is before you're baking. And mm. if you say, I don't need the warmth to let things grow, I just need the heat of the oven. Well, the heat of the oven, like you said, like the, like the, the, the bacteria bubbling and, and causing the life in the bread. Right. That's the Lord, but he's the way, the truth and the life, right? So also we know that one day all sin and works that weren't for him get burned off, right? In an oven mm. for, a, for a good analogy sake, right? So that's like the final frontier, okay? Is when you're like baked and you become this wonderful loaf. But right now we're being prepped to be that wonderful loaf, right? And so to say that you don't need friends and that you just have Jesus, well, okay, you've got the bacteria, but you don't have this warmth that's really incubating and helping it grow. And you're just waiting to get put in the oven, but then you come out of brick. Mm. Now the Lord is faithful. We're not, it's not a perfect analogy, but we're saying that he has built certain things in and it's important for us to never excuse what he built in, in his infinite wisdom, because we just need him when he's like, no, no, no. Yes. I'm the way, the truth and the life. However, I didn't just have one disciple. I didn't model what it looks like to have one dude walk in with me. I chose 12 to show you what I want for you. I gave y'all a church, right? Not just a house, with you and whoever lives with you, but I gave you a church body. Like I keep using analogies of you and other people because I want you involved with right. other people. Right. And, um, and I think that that is, is such a, a good kind of reason to just sit there and say, okay, yes, it's not that I need more than Jesus. Right. We're not more than Jesus. Right. He's it. But the godliness found in us is how he often loves to work. Cause he wants to use you and he wants to use us and he wants to use all of us in the body to grow all of us in the body. So one of the first steps that's very important, very imperative to all of this is prayer. Mm-hmm. We want to be connected to God. When we're starting to look for godly friendships, prayer connected to our <laughs> friend in heaven is yes. the first thing that we want to do. Yes, no, absolutely. I mean, that's what I did back when I realized I didn't have that kind of friendship at church and I wanted it. I wanted deeper friendships that I had had in the world because I knew now we would all be united in Christ and yet I didn't have it. And so that is the first thing that I did. And I did have to wait a while, but when, you know, Rebecca came on the scene and then a few other people and and now there's more than I ever expected or could have asked for, but it's because of the steps that we're going to cover that 
it started everything. And the first one was prayer, you know, God's favor and, and, and letting him know that that is what I want. I want friendships that are aligned with his will. And not to be the elephant in the room, but y'all pray, pray for godly friends. <laughs> well, right. <laughs> because I mean, that's think it. about it. I mean, the Bible it. says, it says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Right. Yes. And so we really want to be tied into that. And I, and I always think, you know, I got all these analogies roll sometimes. I'm not going to go deep on this, but the military, military covers military. Mm-hmm. Kingdom covers kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's kind of impressive how that works. I mean, hey, kingdom citizens have Holy Spirit. Holy right. Spirit resides inside. Therefore, we are unified as a body. It's always been cool how that happened. Like, yeah, army covers army. We could be the private army only, all those Marines. But when it all boils yeah. down to everything, we're covering each other. Right. And and there's a reason that that happens, and that's because a lot of the values mm-hmm. and the mission are the same. Right. And when we have the right values, the right morals, the right mission, mm-hmm. now we have better wisdom in order to go out there and, and do the battle plan. Yeah. You know, in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, it says, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, mm-hmm. not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. You know, you want these godly friends because... And you want to say that you need more, not more than Jesus again, you know, but you want Jesus to give you godly friends to walk this life out with because he says what happens when you don't meet together. You're missing out on the encouragement that comes during the hard times, the good times, the neutral times, whatever times, and the stirring up of love and good works Mm -hmm. that comes that builds up your faith, that sanctifies you, that produces the good works, all these things that are just multiplied in the midst of the body. Teamwork. Right. Teamwork. He says this over and over, and I don't know, people feel <laughs> like maybe they're gonna sound more spiritual and more put together if they say that they don't need people, but that's going straight against scripture. I, I can, and I can break that really fast. Y'all don't have every gift. No. <laughs> y'all don't. Y'all can't, watch this. You can't run the church, clean the church. No. no. You see what I'm saying? And you don't just need, what's it called? Like accomplices or associates. Right, right, you right. need friends. Yes. Because that's going to grow you. It's going to challenge you and them. One of the, one of the hardest things in the military that, to get used to with the constant change. Yeah. You know, you just start getting used to, that's why I switched over and did something completely <laughs> different. Uh, Cause I got tired of the normal military. Right. Where it's like, okay, every two years you pick up, you move, you got to learn a whole new group of guys. Right. And it just, it's, it's wearing. Yeah. But let me tell you something again, back to values. Hit, see, military knows mm-hmm. military. It's also quickly incorporated. Right. It's like, whew, and you're back in a position, you're all on the same page and you're still rolling. Yeah. We need godly friends. We yeah. need godly friends. Yeah. So once you've prayed though, don't hesitate to start plugging in and maybe you already have, but that, I mean, it's great to be serving. It's great to be involved, but maybe you're still trying to find friends and you haven't yet, but you can find someone that God might put them on your heart or they might stand out or they might reach out to you. I mean, once you invite the Lord into the situation, things have a habit of changing, but just don't be afraid. Just trust in God's sovereignty and his providence and just reach out. I know I'm using the word just like so mm. much, uh, <laughs> just reach out. but you know, if you already have a friend, you can say, you know, this is what I, this is what I would like to have in a friend. And I feel like we could have this. Are you down? You know, because I think that that's sometimes all you need to do is breach the subject. I want a deeper friendship. I want a friendship where we can 
be authentic, where I don't fear judgment around you and you don't have to fear judgment around me. We'll give each other the truth, but not cruelly. And we won't be sizing one another up. This isn't a competition We're mm. we're in it together. Sometimes just sharing your heart with someone else and saying that that's what you want sets this stage for this kind of growth because now common goal, just like you said in the military, now it's not just this common goal of we're getting to heaven together, or but now it's we have this common goal of having a godly friendship that will grow us and inspire others and, and be used by God. And a lot of the times you're gonna find surprisingly that the people that seem to be having as much of a struggle with friendships or maybe they have friends, but it, you know, they're still a little flaky at church or something. There's a reason that they haven't tied in that much. And it's because maybe they don't have that depth. And so reaching out to them is a really good step. The greatest disconnect is a separation of people. Mm -hmm. uh, when we don't have that, and we're, we're talking about investment here, mm -hmm. we're actually talking about investing in people's lives, not just showing up on a Sunday, not just, just like, Oh, here I am at church. Oh, it's so nice to see you. Blah, blah, blah. The falsities or the, some people are genuine, <laughs> but they're only doing it on Sunday. And it's like, okay, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking yeah. about investments that go outside of the church walls. In fact, that stay within the body of Christ, which is what God calls his church, mm -hmm. but on a day-to-day -day level. Yeah. When we look throughout the Bible, they were living day-to-day. -day. They were investing. Come on. Peter getting rebuked by <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then be, they're all like getting rebuked by Jesus. Who's going to be the greater? You know? Yeah. But it's like. One thing in investment that a lot of people don't necessarily apply to investment would be sharpen, iron sharpening iron. Mm -hmm. That's investing. Watch this. Iron that sharpens iron means there's care. I sharpen my knives because I need my knives to do work, right? Yeah. And so it's kind of like if I don't sharpen my knives, they're useless. Right. And so by by being people sharpening me or or vice versa, now we're growing Man, then friendships are investing. We're mm -hmm. starting to have genuine uh, relationships with one another. Yeah, in James 5, 16, it talks about confessing your sins to one another and praying for one another so that you'll be healed. That's so important in friendship, mm. to not have it all together, to not have a facade, but that's how you're gonna deepen this friendship mm. and grow that trust, is not just coming to them when you have a prayer you're not scared of people hearing about, but when you're struggling with a sin that you don't wanna tell them about. That's a, that's a great mm. signifier. If they've done nothing to betray your trust and you don't wanna tell them this because you know what they're gonna say is gonna make you give up this sin or convict you, Go tell them. That's what this does is it, it puts someone in your corner to pray for you, to help you when you're struggling so that you're not in the dark alone. That's one of the hugest things that deepens the friendships. And when two people start doing this, amazing things, ripple effects can start happening and it can completely change the trajectory of a church. Right. Um, I, I was thinking authenticity mm -hmm. in, in this point. And we think Galatians 6, 20, uh, 6, 2, which says bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Okay. If we're not honest, what burdens are there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if I sit around, if I sit there and walk in with a big smile on my face, how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. And you just cover everything down, right? You don't want to share your sins. You don't want to share your problems. You don't want to share your struggles. Mm -hmm. You don't want people to come alongside of you. You're not exercising this verse. Right. At all. Right. Because 
well, everybody's just good to go. <laughs> well, I am thankful that we don't have that. I'm thankful yeah. that we don't have people that just put up a facade. Right. I'm thankful that on a Tuesday night when we come into, into this house and we sit down to unpack the word of God, we have a, a, a group of people, men and women, right, mm -hmm. who are open and honest. Yeah. Who aren't afraid to sit there and say, you know what? I'm just not, I ain't feeling it today. Yeah. I'm messed up. I'm struggling with this. And we got, I love our group because that's our group. Yeah, that's our, <laughs> our group. Our group are the ones that are like, we're just off. We might be too authentic for some people. <laughs> I remember sitting, I said that once in my ordination and I said something and they said, that's, we don't talk, teach this stuff in the pulpit. I said, yeah, not in the pulpit, nor in the Bible. Study. I said, well, we do kind of talk about these things because right. they get brought up. Right. Um, but authenticity because we are a community, right? And and I really believe that Proverbs wasn't lying when it said that better is open rebuke versus hidden love, right? Mm -hmm. And then you carry that on to verse six. It says, faithful are the wounds of a friend, profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And it's kind of like, this is how we grow. Mm -hmm. Like, how does my marriage grow? If I came in lying, every, like, ooh, I said it. Uh-oh. Lying. lying. Ah, Right. Are you, are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. No, I understand. You don't have to share your whole life with everybody, everywhere, on every corner of every, no. But you have those friends. Right. And so that's what we're looking at. Yeah, that's that's the very easy step process, four-step process where you just go do this with one person and be the courageous one who shares and is open and is not worried about what the world's gonna think. Remi remind yourself that what Christ says about you is what is true. You have sin, so does everyone. You don't need to have this dark closet full of things that you're terrified of people finding out about. Start sharing things that will make people feel less alone. Mm. You will have one, then you can bring in a third, then they'll bring in somebody, and you will grow a community of people who are open and authentic and transparent that mm. share where you're not alone when you're fighting your battles. You don't feel like you're going six steps back. If you go to thepantrypodcast.com right now, you can download our seven-day free devotional. And I suggest do it with someone. If you're looking for a friend, be like, hey, I have a seven-day little PDF file. Would you like to do it with me? After you let them know that you're trying to have like this deep friendship, be like, hey, I have a way to do it. Like, let's try this out with right. this seven-day devotional. You can get really honest with the questions we ask, and it doesn't take that long. And you can do that. You can you know, listen to episodes together. You can read Bible verses together and, and tell how you really feel. That is how you get these deep friendships. That's how you get that heat and that warmth to grow that bread on both sides. And you know, as friends, watch this. Let's not fall into a pattern of getting caught in our transgressions. I understand Galatians, <laughs> Galatians 6, 1, where, where it does say brothers have been caught in any transgression, right? Caught in any transgression. If I'm sharing my transgression with my wife, I have someone in partnership who can then pray with me about exactly. it. Exactly. Who can who can lift me, build me, give me scripture. Um, my 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 men friends, right? Mm -hmm. Or her girlfriends. You know, always sharing the scripture, using the scripture. Look, don't get caught in the transgression. No, let them know the transgression that you're struggling with, and then we can be pretty prayerful, and we can battle this the way it needs to be done. Man, friendship, very important. Amen. Amen. All right, so. Remember, thepantrypodcast.com, the devotional, and you can support us at patreon.com slash thepantrypodcast. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Media on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.